Michael Swickert here with Enchanting People of New Mexico. We're sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico, our award-winning hatch red and green chili. It's from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, which everyone knows is the chili capital of the world. Do you know today is National Green and Red Chili Day? That day starts January 1st, runs through December 1st. 31st. Every day is National Green and Red Chili Day. Now, every Monday and Friday, I do historical and cultural New Mexico stories. Wednesdays, I celebrate people. And all the people I do, well, they're interesting people. So it's a great pleasure. I'm going to present one of the most interesting people in New Mexico of all time. Did you know we had a U.S. senator who was also known to have had a gunfight on Main Street in Las Cruces. You don't hear that often. He was also the first U.S. cabinet member to go to prison for taking a bribe from someone who was found innocent of giving a bribe. Think about that. Our person of the week is Albert Bacon Fall, better known as A.B. Fall. He is uh, above and um, everything else very interesting. So, A.B. Fault was born in 1861 in the first year of the Civil War. He was born in Frankfort, Kentucky, the son and nephew of Confederate Army officers. He was educated a couple of years in Nashville, Tennessee, not much. And at the age of 11, he was put to work in a cotton factory which caused him a lifetime of respiratory problems. The solution at age 13, 14, something like that, maybe 15, was to move west to find a drier and a cleaner area to live. Now, that he went through Oklahoma and Texas. He learned to be a cowboy, doing a little ranch work. He handled horses, was the camp cook on a cattle drive, and... He then did something that stayed with him his entire life. And before I tell you where he went, I want to describe something that also stayed with him. It was self-education. Over the years, he taught himself to read. He taught himself to be a lawyer. Uh, it was a good since his next change of where he was from Texas, he went to Mexico and was a hard rock miner. That's nothing to do with hard rock cafes. I'm speaking of them. In Mexico... He was working as a miner, and he became adept at reading and speaking both English and Spanish. His ability in Spanish was a cornerstone to his popularity in politics in New Mexico. Yes, he was headed to New Mexico. And his ability as a hard rock miner, he was employed in the Kingston Mines in southern New Mexico. Kingston is about eight miles west of Hillsboro in southern New Mexico. This was maybe 1884 or something like that. During his ranch time in Texas, you see, he had married an Emma Morgan, stayed married his entire life. They had several children, two of whom died during the 1918 Spanish flu outbreak. Well, he and his wife and children moved to Las Cruces in 1887. They moved into a house at 311 South Miranda Street, and I understand that house still stands 136 years later. No, I haven't gone and looked at it, but I may have to do that. Everything he'd done so far was building character which would serve him well. First thing he did when he got to Las Cruces, he opened a stationery store and helped organize the Las Cruces Building and Loan Association. Now, as a Southerner, he was a born Democrat. 
He worked to revive the Democrat Party in Las Cruces, which at that time was not active. The Republican Party controlled the state of New Mexico and also Las Cruces. A.B. Fall studied law and was admitted to the New Mexico Territorial Bar, after which he decided to run for office in 1888, and it was the only political race that he lost. Michael Swickard, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Each Wednesday we do this podcast about people. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Today I'm talking about a fascinating New Mexican A.B. Fall. That's Albert Bacon Fall, who in 1888 ran against Albert Fountain for the territorial house seat. What was said, to be sure, uh, was that the race for Albert Fountain, he was expected to win. He'd already won, and he was really expected to win. He was so popular and so well-known. He came with the California Column of Soldiers in 1862, but this race was a nail-biter, and Fountain eventually won. Two years later, in 1890, A.B. Fall won and continued to win. Perhaps it's a good thing that Fountain won that first race, 1888, because he was selected Speaker of the House, and he shepherded through the legislature the Bernard Rohde Bill, February 28, 1889, that established Las Cruces as the site of the Agricultural and Mechanical Arts College that today we call it New Mexico State University. It also That bill also created what is now the University of New Mexico, and that's why there's a Rhodey Hall at UNM in appreciation for him putting that bill in. There were lots of battles over the next few years between Republicans and Democrats that centered right on A.B. Fall. Now, Fall was a Southerner, which put him in a camp of others like him over in the Alamogordo area, the cowboys and ranchers over there, well, in 1892, the vote was going to be close, and so A.B. Fall telegraphed Oliver Lee that he needed help. Now, Oliver Lee in the Alamogordo area and a bunch of his cowboys, they rode all night at, from somewhere near Alamogordo. They arrived early the next morning. The cowboys lined up across from the polling place at the Martin Loman General Store, stood there scowling with their guns in their hands. Republican Major Llewellyn and Captain Thomas Brannigan marched with a company of militia up Main Street to be at the polls. They were all Republicans, and they thought that they would intimidate because they had kind of a, a military bearing. Well, it looked like shooting was about to happen. Well, as they marched up, Albert Fall stepped out into the street, and he said, Llewellyn, you get yourself and that militia within two minutes out of here or I'll have you all killed. So Major Llewellyn and Captain Brannigan conferred for just a few seconds and then decided to march back down the street. Now Fall did win the election as he was expected to do, but obviously he had a lot of nerve. A.B. Fall had a good career as a lawyer claiming he represented defendants in hundreds of cases of cattle rustling without suffering a single conviction, and the same for murder suspects where he actually only had one person convicted in all that time. You see, he had quite a style, a real style, in front of juries, and evidently that style really worked. Now, I was telling you there was a gunfight. Yes, there was. It was a gun street on Main Street, uh, Las Cruces. Now, 
Fall defended Cowboys against charges of rustling, and Albert Fountain brought those charges. So there was a confrontation in 1895. Albert Fountain and Constable Ben Williams came walking up on Albert Fall, Albert Bacon Fall, and his brother-in-law, Joe Morgan. Now, despite a bunch of eyewitnesses and everybody uh, telling what they saw, there's still not a definitive report about who fired first. It seems as soon as they were in the same proximity, both sides started shooting at exactly the same moment. Morgan and Williams were slightly injured. Uh, the other two were not. Peace returned to the street. A grand jury was convened to investigate the shooting, and it did not have an indictment against A.B. Fall and his brother-in-law. Instead, in a surprise, uh, Albert Fountain and Ben Williams were charged, but a judge seeing those charges immediately dismissed all of it. Now, here's the funny part. A.B. Fall partly owned a newspaper, which had an account from him that explained what had happened. He said, I had simply succumbed to a personal dislike of Ben Williams and had decided to take a shot at him. For wasn't that any free-born New Mexican right and privilege when they feel they should? <laughs> uh, no, but it was an interesting thing for him to write. Michael Swickert here, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Each Wednesday, we do a podcast on people who are special to New Mexico. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. You can also copy the, the address and send them by email to your friends. Now, A.B. Fall was a legislative leader in the fight for statehoods, and upon us becoming a state in 1912, Fall became a Republican and joined forces with Republican uh, powerhouse Thomas Catron. Yes, Catron County is named for him. The two of them were voted as U.S. Senators. This moved Albert Fall into a much larger and different arena, where his understanding of Mexico, which was a real plus. And I'm leaving out some data points because there, this is, I don't have enough time to really talk about all this stuff. But Fall also defended two men charged with the killing of Albert Fountain. And then much later, one man charged with killing Pat Garrett. He, Fall won all of those cases. Anyway, we are now at the point where many people in New Mexico and in our country know Albert Fall's name. And they connect it with something called the Teapot Dome Scandal. And it's not as it seems, and I'll try to clear up some facts. In the election of 1920, Republican Warren G. Harding was victorious, and selecting his cabinet, he appointed Albert Fall the Secretary of Interior. Now, one of the first things he did, he contacted the Secretary of the Navy, Edwin Denby, and he wanted to take over control of the Navy oil reserves in California and in Wyoming. It was at Teapot Dome, Wyoming. Now, oil was being stored just in case war broke out and we couldn't get oil from Indonesia, as was the case 20 years later. And Fall felt like they weren't doing enough of it and doing it fast enough. The corruption, and there was corruption, was selecting the leaseholders to do the drilling. 
and that was valuable, and Fall was set to receive, it would appear, money from the leaseholders instead of having an open bid on this. The Pan American Petroleum and Transport Company got leases to drill without open bidding, which that was wrong. There was $385,000 either given or loaned to AB Fall. Now, how much is that in today's money? That's about $7 million. That turns some heads, doesn't it? Well, it turns out in April of 1922, the Wall Street Journal broke the story that Mammoth Oil Corporation and Pan American Petroleum and Transport were given a sweetheart deal and the investigation was was labeled the Teapot Dome Scandal. And that, the Teapot Dome Scandal, has stuck to it. It was front and center in America. Now, over the years, Fall was convicted and was jailed for one year, the first former cabinet officer to be put into prison as a result of misconduct. He was convicted of taking a bribe from Edward Donahue. But get this. Edward Donahue was found not guilty of giving Albert Fall a bribe. Now, how can you have that? Well, you do. In fact, his company foreclosed on A.B. Fall's large ranch at Three Rivers in southern New Mexico for not repaying the loan of $385,000, which was called by the government a bribe. But they called it a loan, and they foreclosed on his ranch and and he no longer owned it. After serving his time in prison, A.B. Fall was not in poverty quite, but was financially not all that well. He died November 30th, 1944, buried at Evergreen Cemetery in El Paso. He contended in his trial that the push to get oil into the three oil reserves was because he was afraid America would get into war in the Pacific without access to the oil needed to fight that war. And friends, he was exactly correct as to value of the oil reserve. His cutting corners and perhaps corruption, well, that was all on him. Albert Baconfall was an interesting part of our robust New Mexico history, and I am glad he was here now. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about is the fact that you, you can go to the the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop. It's open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and you can see all of the products if you want there. Michael Swickert here, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Thank you for your time today. We'll always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico for you on these podcasts. If you have something or someone you would like me to talk about in a future podcast, write to michael at freshchilico.com. Michael at FreshChilico.com. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili is good, more is better. Bye for now.